Chapter Twenty One, Part B of Aaron's Rod by D. H. Lawrence. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by K. Hand. Chapter Twenty One, Words, Part B. Nay, that's what I want to know. Do you want anything? I mean, does something drive you from inside? I can't just rest, said Aaron. Can't you settle down to something? To a job, for instance? I've not found the job I could settle down to yet, said Aaron. Why not? It's just my nature. Are you a seeker? Have you got a divine urge or need? How do I know? laughed Aaron. Perhaps I've got a damned urge at the bottom of me. I'm sure it's nothing divine. Very well, then. Now, in life, there are only two great dynamic urges. Do you believe me? How do I know? laughed Aaron. Do you want to be believed? No, I don't care a straw. Only for your own sake, you better believe me. All right, then. What about it? Well, then, there are only two great dynamic urges in life. Love and power. Love and power? said Aaron. I don't see power as so very important. You don't see because you don't look, but that's not the point. What sort of urge is your urge? Is it the love urge? I don't know, said Aaron. Yes, you do. You know that you have got an urge, don't you? Yes. Rather unwillingly, Aaron admitted it. Well, then what is it? Is it that you want to love or to be obeyed? A bit of both. All right, a bit of both. And what are you looking for in love? A woman whom you can love, and who will love you, out and out, and all in all, and happy ever after, sort of thing? That's what I started out for, perhaps, laughed Aaron. And now you know it's all my eye. Aaron looked at Lily, unwilling to admit it. Lily began to laugh. You know it well enough, he said. It's one of your lost illusions, my boy. Well, then, what next? Is it a god you're after? Do you want a God you can strive to and attain through love and live happy ever after, countless millions of eternities, immortality, and all that? Is this your little dodge? Again Aaron looked at Lily with that odd double look of mockery and unwillingness to give himself away. All right, then. You've got a love urge that urges you to God, have you? Then go and join the Buddhists in Burma, or the newest fangled Christians in Europe. Go and stick your head in a bush of nirvana or spiritual perfection trot off i won't said aaron you must if you've got a love urge then give it its fulfillment i haven't got a love urge you have you want to get excited in love you want to be carried away in love you want to whoosh off in a nice little love whoosh and love yourself don't deny it i know you do you want passion to sweep you off on wings of fire till you surpass yourself and like the swooping eagle swoop right into the sun i know you do my love boy not any more not any more i've been had too often laughed aaron bah it's a lesson men never learn no matter how sick they make themselves with love they always rush for more like a dog to his vomit well what am i to do then if i'm not to love cried aaron you want to go on from passion to passion from ecstasy to ecstasy from triumph to triumph until you can whoosh away into glory beyond yourself all bonds loosened and happily ever after either that or nirvana opposite side of the medal 
there's probably more hate than love in me said aaron that's the recoil of the same urge the anarchist the criminal the murderer he is only the extreme lover acting on the recoil but it is love only in recoil it flies back the love urge and becomes a horror all right then i'm a criminal and a murderer said aaron no you're not but you've a love urge and perhaps on the recoil just now but listen to me it's no good thinking the love urge is the one and only niente you can whoosh if you like and get excited and carried away loving a woman or humanity or god swoop away in the love direction till you lose yourself but that's where you're had you can't lose yourself you can try but you might just as well try to swallow yourself you'll only bite your fingers off in the attempt you can't lose yourself neither in woman nor humanity nor in god you've always got yourself on your hands in the end and a very raw and jaded and humiliated and nervous neurasthenic self it is too in the end a very nasty thing to wake up to is one's own raw self after an excessive love whoosh look even at president wilson he love whooshed for humanity and found in the end he'd only got a very sorry self on his hands so leave off leave off my boy leave off love whooshing you can't lose yourself so stop trying the responsibility is on your own shoulders all the time and no god which man has ever struck can take it off you are yourself and so be yourself stick to it and abide by it passion or no passion ecstasy or no ecstasy urge or no urge there's no goal outside you where you can consummate like an eagle flying into the sun or a moth into a candle there's no goal outside you and there's no god outside you no god whom you can get to and rest in none it's a case of trot trot to market to buy a penny bun and trot trot back again as fast as you can run but there's no god outside you whom you can rise to or sink to or swoop away to you can't even gum yourself to a divine nirvana moon because all the time you've got to eat your dinner and digest it there is no goal outside you none there is only one thing your own very self so you better stick to it you can't be any bigger than just yourself so you needn't drag god in you've got one job and no more there inside you lies your own very self like a germinating egg your precious easter egg of your own soul there it is developing bit by bit from one single egg cell which you were at your conception in your mother's womb on and on to the strange and peculiar complication in unity which never stops till you die if then you've got an innermost integral unique self and since it's the only thing you have got or ever will have don't go trying to lose it you've got to develop it from the egg into the chicken and from the chicken into the one and only phoenix of which there can only be one at a time in the universe there can be only one of you at a time in the universe and one of me so don't forget it your own single oneness is your destiny your destiny comes from within from your own self form and you can't know it beforehand neither your destiny nor your self form you can only develop it you can only stick to your own very self and never betray it and by so sticking you can develop the one and only phoenix out of your own self and you unfold your own destiny as a dandelion unfolds itself into a dandelion and not into a stick of celery remember this my boy 
you've never got to deny the holy ghost which is inside you your own soul's self never or you'll catch it and you've never got to think you'll dodge the responsibility of your own soul's self by loving or sacrificing or nirvana-ing or even anarchizing and throwing bombs you never will aaron was silenced for a moment by this flood of words then he said smiling so i better sit tight on my soul till it hatches had i oh yes if your soul's urge urges you to love then love but always know that what you are doing is the fulfilling of your own soul's impulse it's no good trying to act by prescription not a bit and it's no use getting into frenzies if you've got to go in for love and passion go in for them but they aren't the goal they're a mere means a life means if you will the only goal is the fulfilling of your own soul's active desire and suggestion be passionate as much as ever it is your nature to be passionate and deeply sensual as far as you can be small souls have a small sensuality deep souls a deep one but remember all the time the responsibility is upon your own head it all rests with your own lonely soul the responsibility for your own action i never said it didn't said aaron you never said it did you never accepted you thought there was something outside to justify you god or a creed or a prescription but remember your soul inside you is your only godhead it develops your actions within you as a tree develops its own new cells and the cells push on into buds and boughs and flowers and these are your passion and your acts and your thoughts and expressions your developing consciousness you don't know beforehand and you can't you can only stick to your own soul through thick and thin you are your own tree of life roots and limbs and trunk somewhere within the wholeness of the tree lies the very self the quick its own innate holy ghost and this holy ghost puts forth new buds and pushes past old limits and shakes off a whole body of dying leaves and the old limits hate being impassed and the old leaves hate to fall but they must if the tree soul says so they had sat down again during this harangue under a white wall aaron listened more to the voice than the words it was more the sound value which entered his soul the tone the strange speech music which sank into him the sense he hardly heeded and yet he understood he knew he understood oh so much more deeply than if he had listened with his head and he answered an objection from the bottom of his soul but you talk he said as if we were like trees alone by ourselves in the world we aren't if we love it needs another person than ourselves and if we hate and even if we talk quite said lily and that's just the point we've got to love and hate moreover and even talk but we haven't got to fix on any one of these modes and say that's the only mode it is such imbecility to say that love and love alone must rule it is so obviously not the case yet we try and make it so i feel that said aaron it's all a lie it's worse it's a half lie but listen i told you there were two urges two great life urges didn't i there may be more but it comes on me so strongly now that there are two love and power and we've been trying to work ourselves at least as individuals from the love urge exclusively hating the power urge and repressing it and now i find we've got to accept the very thing we've hated we've exhausted our love urge for the moment and yet we try to force it to continue working so we get inevitability anarchy and murder it's no good 
we've got to accept the power motive accept it in deep responsibility do you understand me it is a great life motive it was that great dark power urge which kept egypt so intensely living for so many centuries it is a vast dark source of life and strength in us now wanting either to issue into true action or to burst into cataclysm power the power urge the will to power but not in nietzsche's sense not intellectual power not mental power not conscious will power not even wisdom but dark living fructifying power do you know what i mean i don't know said aaron take what you call love for example in the real way of love the positive aim is to make the other person or persons happy it devotes itself to the other or to others but change the mode let the urge be the urge of power then the great desire is not happiness neither of the beloved nor of oneself happiness is only one of many states and it is horrible to think of fixing us down to one state the urge of power does not seek for happiness any more than for any other state it urges from within darkly for the displacing of the old leaves the inception of the new it is powerful and self-central not seeking its center outside in some god or some beloved but acting indomitably from within itself and of course there must be one who urges and one who is impelled just as in love there is a beloved and a lover the man is supposed to be the lover the woman the beloved now in the urge of power it is the reverse the woman must submit but deeply deeply submit not to any foolish fixed authority not to any foolish and arbitrary will but to something deep deeper to the soul in its dark motion of power and pride we must reverse the poles the woman must now submit but deeply deeply and richly no subservience none of that no slavery a deep unfathomable free submission you'll never get it said aaron you will if you abandon the love idea and the love motive and if you stand apart and never bully never force from the conscious will that's where nietzsche was wrong his was the conscious and benevolent will in fact the love will but the deep power urge is not conscious of its aims and it is certainly not consciously benevolent or love directed whatever else happens somewhere sometime the deep power urge in man will have to issue forth again and women will submit livingly not subjectedly she never will persisted aaron anything else will happen but not that she will said lily once man disengages himself from the love mode and stands clear once he stands clear and the other great urge begins to flow in him then the woman won't be able to resist her own soul will wish to yield itself woman yield aaron re-echoed woman and man too yield to the deep power soul and the individual man and obey implicitly i don't go back on what i said before i do believe that every man must fulfill his own soul every woman must be herself herself only not some man's instrument or some embodied theory but the mode of our being is such that we can only live and have our being whilst we are implicit in one of the great dynamic modes we must either love or rule and once the love mode changes as change it must for we are worn out and becoming evil in its persistence then the other mode will take place in us and there will be a profound profound obedience in place of this love crying 
obedience to the incalculable power urge and men must submit to the greater soul in a man for their guidance and women must submit to the positive power soul in man for their being you'll never get it said aaron you will when all men want it all men say they want a leader then let them in their souls submit to some greater soul than theirs at present when they say they want a leader they mean they want an instrument like lloyd george a mere instrument for their use but it's more than that it's the reverse it's the deep fathomless submission to the heroic soul in a greater man you aaron you too have the need to submit you too have the need livingly to yield to a more heroic soul to give yourself you know you have and you know it isn't love it is life submission and you know it but you kick against the pricks and perhaps you'd rather die than yield and so die you must it is your affair there was a long pause then aaron looked up into lily's face it was dark and remote seeing it was like a byzantine icon at the moment and whom shall i submit to he said your soul will tell you replied the other the end end of chapter 21 part b end of aaron's rod by d h lawrence